Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Welcome to College Hockey Southwest Weekly, brought to you by Boost Mobile, where you never need a service contract and every plan comes with your own mobile hotspot and 99% nationwide coverage. By Summer Skates, personalized shower shoes or koozies for yourself or the entire team. Go to icetimehockeysw.com slash partners and order yours today. By OxyPow, our chemical-free line of cleaning products gets the funk out of your equipment or office. Jesse Ray's Barbecue at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas. Whether it's the Jive Chicken Sandwich or the Double Brisket, we are the best in barbecue Las Vegas style. By M-Drive, you're not too old. Go to mdriveformen.com for all of your men's health needs, from multivitamins to workout recovery. M-Drive for energy, stamina, recovery. UNLV Hockey, play ACHA Division I in Hockey Mad Las Vegas. By Behind the Mask and BehindTheMask.com. No one knows goalie and their equipment better than we do. Caesars Resorts and Casinos. An iconic vacation awaits you no matter which Caesars Resort you make your destination. And by the NCHC and NCHC.tv. Subscribe to watch all of the action of the league's eight teams, home of College Hockey Champions. College Hockey Southwest Weekly is a part of the Ice Time HockeySW.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right. Welcome in, hockey fans, uh, college hockey fans, specifically NCAA hockey fans. This is College Hockey Southwest Weekly, our NCAA weekly show. Scott Strandy joining you from Scottsdale, Arizona tonight. Paul Hornstein, my longtime co-host joining me from long island new york paul how are you uh we're doing pretty good i mean i, I um, said long time you're a long time co-host now uh i don't see i don't know because when we hit the app it says caller not co-host so i don't know you know i don't i don't know how this works don't, don't go down that. this road with me on app stuff. I, I We're tired of that. We're tired of apps, websites. We're tired of technology, Paul. Are we? Because I don't <laughs> well, know how we would do this otherwise. <laughs> I know. Phone uh, line? Dial up? Yeah, there we go. Tin can with a couple of strings connected to it. Well, yeah, I, I did that when I was a kid. I don't even do it now, but uh, I've done you. it. Well, things are getting closer, and you know how I know? Um. Yeah, you do. The calendar. I got, up, I got up early this morning, and I put on my college hockey Southwest uh, weekly shirt. Right. And I, I got geared up, and I drove down to Oceanside Ice Arena for the last ride at Oceanside. And I walked through the doors, and guess what I saw, Paul? I saw ice. Sun Devil hockey players on the sheet of ice. Really? Starting their practice, and I said, "Hockey is back." Wow. I. That's awesome. I mean, did you go in your flip flops? I did not did go you, in my flip flops. You didn't go in your summer tad, skates? No. Oceanside is a tad too cold for, for my feet. Uh, <laughs> if you're in the locker room and then you go outside, fine. But if you're standing around in there, no. I actually brought a jacket with me, too, because I felt that was needed. And, did you bring um, the one that um, Randy uh, made for you guys at, for us at Behind the Mask? Not that big one. I didn't need the big one. No, you <laughs> sure? I'm just asking. Listen, I don't yeah. know. I wasn't there, so I don't no, know. I, I I got the smaller one, the thinner CCM jacket. Okay. Um, and, um, man, it was just fun to see everybody on the ice. Um, you know, I, I saw some alumni. I saw right. some some guys that used to play with the Sun Devils that are now coaches. Hint, hint for the, uh, the right. um Trivia question tonight, our Summer Skate Sizzling September trivia question. Okay. And um, uh, I saw Alta, uh, John Loeffner's dog. Wow. <laughs> he, he was making the rounds with everybody. And, of course, all the Cronkite students were there, uh, a lot of them getting their first taste of uh, uh, NCAA hockey and coverage. Right. And uh, saw some old friends in Jeff Metcalf and Craig Morgan and Greg Cameron and um, just, just fun to be back. It's been a long time. I mean, I was in there in March for that team USA, 
uh, National Development Program right. series. But it wasn't the same then, Paul. I was up against the glass, and everybody was social distanced. And, um, you know, Coach Power spoke to the media for about 15, 20 minutes today. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the best things that I took away from it, and I'll put it up uh, later today, um, he said he's proud of the fact that his guys are 100% vaccinated. Nice. And he said, we're tired of having to go through testing all the time. Oh, God. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, <laughs> can you listen, imagine? I, I've done it. We've all, well, most of us have done it. Yeah, we've done um, it. And, you know, I, I don't have access to that nice little saliva test that they developed there at uh, ASU, you know, voted seven years in a row, number one in innovation. Um, <sighs> Dr. Crow. Like a true alum. Dr. Crow, like I, I, I await my, uh, my uh, check. Um, and he'll be waiting. Let yeah, me tell you. yeah, he'll be waiting, but he'll be waiting for your check. Yeah, well, hey, he might get it in a year, so we'll, 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 we'll but we'll worry about that when it comes. Um, I sense a, a future student in the works, possibly. Well, he talks about it, and I'm, and I'm certainly not going to uh, quell that. That is for sure, <laughs> right? Um, but. Uh, the 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 they have the nice saliva test there. It's better, so much uh, better yeah. than getting a Q-tip stuff. Except you know what? I, I've taken that test, Paul. And you yeah. know the hardest part about that test Spitting? is coming up with enough saliva. Because yeah. <laughs> I, I always thought that would be no problem for me. Well, when I did it, it took forever to fill that tube. Because when yeah. you're forced to do it, you can't get the and you can't like chew gum beforehand or anything like that. You just gotta work it up so it's not a, it's not as easy as it sounds but uh it's much easier than having that uh that, that uh, q-tip up your nose so because it doesn't anyway. just go up your yeah well, anyway um anyway yes, coach, we have that and coach power uh, said he was thrilled that his guys were um 100 uh, percent vaccinated right he was also thrilled with the depth that he saw on the ice um right. he's excited about his matchups and pairings and what he can do uh like a kid in uh, a candy store uh, right. He can mi- mix and match and pick and choose who goes where, who does what. Um, right. I'll tell you what I was impressed with, the size and uh, athletic ability of three goaltenders. And uh, Bronson Moore is six feet. He looked like he was about 5'2". <laughs> Standing <laughs> against that. Well, uh, uh, yeah, against the other two, which are 6'5 and 6'4, when right. you talk about um, Cole Brady and uh, Ben Cross. Um, they, they're, they're, um, they're big time when they get in the net, they are big time. There's not a lot to shoot at. Well, isn't that the point you're supposed to make yourself big as a goalie? Yeah, but it's a lot easier when you're six, four or six, five. Well, uh, you you know, it's, it's, I know that that's been the trend for a long time now. Um, but I think now you have the athleticism catching up to the size. Yeah. I think when this trend first started, it was all about let's just find the biggest individual we can stick in front of the net and and not give these snipers as much to shoot at. Okay. Um, and that was kind of the original thought process. But, you know, the, like I said, I think the athleticism is now catching up to the size. Yeah, I, I still think uh, when you have that kind of size um... – you don't have to be as athletic, but man, oh man, they are. Oh, no, you have. They're to up be. and they are up and down and moving side to side, and um, you know they're they're not not Mark Andre Fleury athletic, but uh, that size makes up for it. So I and think by the way, in great and, shape there. And by the way, and I, and I'll say this: this is you don't just this goalies go down way too fast. Ooh. That, that's uh, expert analysis coming your way, folks. Well, expert, <laughs> I just, I just, I mean, well, you've got the, the size, use it. When you, if you're when six you fall five, to your though, knees, you're not really using it. No, but if you're 6'5 and you're on your knees, you, you're still covering a lot of the net. Yeah, but, you, uh, but you lose the advantage of being that big and athletic at the same time. Okay, point taken, point taken. Well, I will I'll have to talk to you. my goalie guru. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I'll also tell you that uh, the grad students um, are definitely making their presence felt and seen and known. Um, there, there's some experience there. Um, the guys have, and Coach Powers talked about that, Jack Becker, uh, the uh, graduate student from Michigan, has been to a Frozen Four. Mm-hmm. Um, Colin Thiessen from uh, Notre Dame 
has uh, has been to the tournament and uh, has been. A, and both those guys wore letters uh, coming in, um, so so they're making their presence. He said it's going to be really nice to have, you know, five of his own guys, uh, graduate students like Willie Miram, um, making a, you know, making a mark as well. And I think he really really likes the depth that he has. Uh, both forward and defense. And when we had him on, we didn't get a chance to talk the defense, but no, man, oh man, they, it, it's so deep. And, and you could see it because I sent you a video today of, uh, of, um, uh, you sent me a picture anyway. Yeah. I sent you a video, didn't I? No, it's the picture. No, I sent a video. I thought I did. And maybe it didn't get to you. Anyway, to look now I thought uh, it was just a picture. I, I sent uh, a video. I thought of Jacob Wilson doing some drills, uh, after practice and i was pretty impressed with the fact that here he is the uh, graduate student now spending time still working on his skills so that tells you i think that he knows that that defensive core is stellar and uh, he's gonna have to up his game like everybody else's well yeah i mean uh, you know just because just because you got named one of the captains Forget about that. I mean, look at all the guys that got brought in. Yeah, and I think Coach Powers told us that. He said, you know, we don't uh, care. Last season, he said, we weren't big enough. We weren't old enough. We weren't strong enough. We didn't have a solid enough defense. And and they learned from it. And I I thought some of the questions that were asked today were really good uh, from the media because uh, guys asked questions like, uh, all last season, you played Big Ten teams. This season, you're not going to play one Big Ten team. Does that bother you? Is that different? He said, well, it's different, but it's just a matter of, uh, you know, he said, I think what I like about uh, being independent is the fact that we can prepare for a different team every week. Um, We don't have back-to-back, you know, Minnesota now, and then two weeks you play Minnesota again, and then two weeks after that you play Michigan, then you play Michigan again. Um, So he was kind of thrilled, I think, and excited to have, his uh, independent status back, even though they were still independent. Four um, games against Denver, two against Quinnipiac, uh, yeah. two against Clarkson, two against Cornell, two against BU, yeah. uh, two against Minnesota State. Um, yeah, okay, they're not playing the Big Ten, but um, that's a Big Ten-type schedule. That's for sure. Yeah, and you know what? The, uh, the other thing was, and I think his point, Paul, was that he didn't have to play Michigan four times. He didn't have to play Wisconsin four times. He didn't have to play Minnesota yeah, well. four times. Uh, at least now, like he said, he could prepare for, for different teams, and they had to prepare for different teams. So he was using that to his advantage. Um, I also think that this year, the fact that they have 20 home games uh, on their last ride at Oceanside, if you will, is um, don't don't worry. I'm going to be using it all the time. I love it. I love it. I know um, you are. Uh, new scoreboards, two new scoreboards, one on each end. So instead of having one on just one end, there's a second one now. So there's uh, two scoreboards at Oceanside, Good. which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and like I said, that's that's um, what you saw out there today was uh, it, I guess the biggest takeaway that I took away, Paul, was that um, the guys looked experienced. They looked poised. Um, sometimes you get the first couple of weeks of practice and there's a little jitterness, it looks like, and you can see it on the ice. Not now. These guys are just matter of fact, um, going through the drills, sharpening their skills, doing what they had to do to prepare for uh, UMass Lowell. Yeah, that's it, right? I mean, let's do one game at a time. We, yeah, we, you want, we know you where want, that's going. You want me to start with the magic number? Should I should I One. put it out there yet? No, not yet. I put it out there the week the week before the game starts. Whatever. So you can you can <laughs> wait till March if you like. I'm okay with that. That's what fun is that? Don't you want well, to have a what fun is that? You know what I mean, after? T- teams aren't teams aren't putting countdown clocks to March. <laughs> they put cl- countdown clocks in for the next game. Yeah. Okay. They can do that. Media can put out magic numbers achieve a certain goal. Uh, and that was the other thing coach said today in, in, that I thought was different than normal. Uh, somebody asked him about um, how important it was to get off to a fast start. And he said, you know, um, w- we need to get off to a fast start. Absolutely. He said, There's been times when we haven't. And he said, we, we need to do that now. So um, we'll look for them to do that. 
um, it's not going to be easy because no. once you uh, have UMass Lowell, you're going to go right off to Denver, and then you're going to come back for New Hampshire. And he made that point. He said, that's what we're doing. So we know what's, uh, what's ahead of us. Yeah. Uh, listen, you know, going up to Magnus is not easy. And you're going to play four games in that first six at home that you're going to be expected to win. Yeah. That's not always easy either with that on no, your No, it's back. not. But you're still going to be expected to win those games unless those two teams are better than we think. Yeah, we'll, we'll find out. Uh, we will find out quickly. So that's a good look at, at what I saw today from the first time out at um, at Sun Devil practice. Right. Um, I told you yesterday, I came up with a new theme this year. Instead of our player profiles, pitchfork profiles, we're going to incorporate all four of our NCAA teams, and we're just right. going to call it from the goal out. You like okay. that? Yeah, I'm down with that. Okay, so we'll start with the goaltenders, okay. and we'll work our way out since right. that's what coaches do when they build their teams. Well, hopefully. So, so why not put a profile out like that where we start talking about the goaltenders and okay. then we move to defense and, and we'll pick and choose. We'll find the guys that, that have earned the opportunity to uh, be spotlighted, if you will, okay. and, uh, and go that way. So, um, but that's, that's kind of the plan for the season. So you'll start seeing that five to 10 minute uh, short clips. I will do a lot more with the uh, scrum with coach powers instead of the five minute powers play this year. Just because I think as as fun and as successful as that feature was, uh, I don't think it's fair if I can't do the same with Coach Carl and right. Coach Mayotte and Coach Seratori. Right. So this way, although um, I, I can't lie, and 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 I love and, and I love talking to the other guys and Coach Powers, but uh, if you had to make me choose, <laughs> five minutes with Frank though would be fifty five with Frank. Well, yeah, there five. No, that just doesn't happen. Yeah, that's that's so that's another good reason just to uh, <laughs> jump in the scrum part of it. But, we love Coach Seratori. Oh, uh, we, we do. Uh, the uh, the mix of players I thought was was really good. The skill level was really good. They were pushing each other really hard. Um, so that's a look at Sun Devil stuff. I know uh, Denver jumped on the ice uh, as well, second practice, and I know the same for uh, Colorado College and Air Force. So hopefully. Uh, within a week or so, I'll be able to get up there and right. see their programs and see what they're like firsthand. Um, I, I I was talking to Jeff Metcalf, the uh, retiring writer uh, from the Arizona Republic today. Yeah, and just not going to be the same. Uh, and we were talking about everything uh, that we've seen in the past. And, and he asked me what I missed. And I said, you know, Jeff, I think what I missed the most, and I realize it even more today, was the fact that uh, with the pandemic, you weren't able to do those one-on-ones, in-person type interviews where you can sit four feet, five feet apart and, and have a conversation and look into the, the eyes of who you're interviewing. So much different and, and just so much different because you then find out uh, what the player is like. If they, if they pay attention to you, if they're attentive to your questions, you know they're interested. If they're looking away and doing stuff, you know maybe they're not interested. Yeah. So um, – I think that I think that's uh, what I miss the most is just sitting in the locker room with guys. Well, listen, that's what the players say when they retire, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They miss they miss the locker room. They yeah, don't necessarily miss the uh, uh, getting taped up and putting <laughs> in the in the practice time and and so forth and so on. They 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 miss the locker room. So, so speaking of the different? speaking of the last ride at Oceanside, um, the coach. Uh, said he doesn't think anybody will shed any tears when the last game is played. But he said, uh, we will always hold a soft spot in our heart for this place because of what it gave us. It gave us the opportunity to, uh, to become an NCAA program. It gave us, gave us the opportunity with the, the locker room lean to, if you will, mm-hmm. to uh, make a facility uh, out of the best that we could out of what we had to work with. Right. Um, he said a lot of good things about Oceanside, but he said, you know, I'm not going to lie. He said every time we drive back to campus and drive by that, that framework, of course. Um, we, uh, we, we can't wait. We can't wait to be in there. Of course. I, that's uh, If you're not, turn in the uniform and, and turn in the, 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 the whatever keys and whatever. If you're not <laughs> looking forward to playing in that brand spanking new place, that's just – it, yeah, ex- exactly. So Or share um, whatever you're taking. I don't care which one. <laughs> the Sun Devils will be um, a force to be reckoned with as long as they stay healthy, and I'll lead right into that. 
one of the guys we didn't see on the ice today, Coach, that he will be ready uh, by opening night was Johnny Walker. Not much mm-hmm. said about it, although he was in street clothes or in his uh, sweats uh, upstairs of the Oceanside in the press box watching practice today. So that was a little bit disappointing uh, to know that Johnny wasn't out there because we want to see who he's going to be matched against. And and um, Well, you said that, they didn't really do any lines or pairs or any no, of that not stuff really. anyway. So. No, not really. It, it's still and how the result. heck can you tell? Because you can't uh, – unless you have – I don't know, like supersonic vision or something. They don't wear numbers on the practice jerseys, and all they have is the little numbers on the back of the helmet. So it's not like you can really tell. Yeah, you got what you have to do is get up close uh, to the glass, and then then pick out numbers and pick up points on the players. So you know, uh, you know, Greg Cameron and I were visiting today, and he was making notes like crazy. uh, Who was who? Because he said, "Hey, I I don't know this roster. I got to figure it out." Well. Um, and then they then they threw some loops at us because they had uh, Tyler Bush skating today with the with the guys. And yeah, David he signed Norris, an ECHL contract. And David Norris, Norris was there, but he was uh, upstairs uh, next to Johnny. Right. So um, there was, uh, yeah, some some interesting things, and and uh, I think there's no better time to ask the trivia question because we haven't had a winner okay, for a couple of nights. So so here it is. And if, it, and if a, we don't just. Somebody answered on the Twitter feed somewhere, if you can. Yeah, yeah, but if you're listening tonight, this is a – Fred Garcia, this one should be for you. Oh, so yeah. if you're listening, just, why don't you just tell the answer? <laughs> uh, just listen closely, Fred, if you're out there. Um, so here it is. There was a former Sun Devil hockey player who is now a student assistant coach, making his presence known. If you saw my Twitter feed today, I have a picture of him on the ice. But if you know who that player is, um, I'll give one more hint. He's a Las Vegas native. So uh, go to our uh, our chat box on the podcast and type in the name of who you think that is. If uh, we don't have a winner tonight, we will uh, we'll, we'll find a way because you can still tweet us at College Hockey SW to uh, give us your answer. And on that note, let's take a quick break, Paul. Let's come back and then let's. Uh, Talk a little NCHC Media Day. I'm bored an airplane tomorrow um, to get up and see it, and, and I'm thrilled because uh, it's going to be a great time to see that entire great conference of captains and coaches. And you know what else? They got the uh, supervisor officials talking about the uh, rules as well. So okay. it's going to be uh, it's going to be fun. So we'll do that, and we'll be back in about two minutes. Okay. Thrilled to have you with us. The nation's top teams. America's number one conference is back. See every play, every hit, every goal on nchc.tv. Your home for more than 100 live games. Stream anywhere from the start of the season leading up to the frozen face-off. If it's NCHC hockey, it's on nchc.tv. Ask any hockey player in the desert southwest, and they'll all tell you the same thing. We love going to the rink and sandals. Now you can show off your game in style with summer skates. Officially licensed summer skates are comfortable, washable, and can be designed to show off your fandom. Phil Kessel, your guy? Big William Carlson fan? Or is Austin Matthews the man? Have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite NHL player or shout out your own game with your own number. Team discounts and customization available, too, for groups of 12 or more. Thirsty after getting off the ice, our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat. Comfortable and durable, show up to the rink in style. An authorized retailer of summer skates, you can purchase yours through our website at icetimehockeysw.com. If you live in the valley, you know that there is no shortage of great Mexican food. But if you want authentic taste with a fair price and relaxed atmosphere, then head to Burrito Express. From the breakfast burritos served all day to combination plates for lunch, Burrito Express delivers that homemade taste you would expect from your own kitchen. Try all of our authentic Mexican recipes at any of our six East Valley locations, from Scottsdale to Gilbert and all points in between. ASU alumni owned and operated since 1995. Go to BurritoExpress.com and check out our menu or find a location to order for fast pickup or delivery. 
Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is College Hockey Southwest Weekly. All right, welcome back in, hockey fans, NCAA hockey fans, as it may be. This is College Hockey Southwest Weekly. This is our staple. This is where it all started. Scott Strandy with you in Scottsdale, Arizona. My co-host, as always, from day one, Paul Hornstein out on Long Island, New York. Um, Paul, I know you're as excited about the season starting as I am because we all missed it, right? I mean, oh, there's some, you watch it on a stream, you watch it on TV, okay, that's it. But when you're finally in a building, I know it's difficult for you being out there, but you get a chance to get out uh, maybe a little bit more this year when there's uh, some games in your Hopefully. area. But um, it, it's a completely different thing. So uh, I'm going to do the trivia question one more time because we don't have a winner. So if you're listening and uh, and you pay attention to Sun Devil Hockey, there is a former Sun Devil Hockey player, Las Vegas native, who is now a volunteer coach. If you want a pair of summer skates, sandals, and a koozie with that great new College Hockey Southwest Live logo on it, type into the chat bar who you think that person is. I saw him on the ice today. I tweeted a picture of him. Um, can't wait to visit with him again because he's one of my favorites, but that's a personal story. <laughs> so yeah. if you know the answer, jump onto it, put it in the uh, the Twitter box, and we will get a winner, I'm sure, sooner rather than later. But Okay, so that's I gave you the Sun Devil rundown, and you gave us your opinion on what you saw, I think, with, of uh, Sun Devil stuff, at least on paper. Yeah, I and mean. What, and what you heard from Coach Powers. But, but it's time to move on to NCHC. We've got uh, the Denver Pioneers and the Colorado College Tigers. Um, you know, I was thinking today, Paul, it, there's so many different things here, right? Because um, the last ride at Oceanside for Arizona State with a new <sighs> arena coming on board, Ed Robeson Arena is on board and is actually going to be in play um, right now. I mean, they're practicing in there. Uh, yeah, I saw Magnus, that video. Magnus is Magnus, right? I mean, it's just... It's history. It's large. It's uh, the home of the pioneers. That's what it is, right? Yeah. Uh, and th- and then you go over to the Air Force Academy, and they had a major remodel, a multi-million dollar remodel of uh, Cadet Ice Arena, and the locker room facilities and all that. So, man, our four teams are bringing it. Uh, well, listen. I mean, um, it is. You know. I mean. You know. Denver and, and Colorado College are blue blood programs and, and Air Force is, you know, I mean, it, it sounds kind of weird to just say Air Force is Air Force, but I don't know if there's a mold for them. You know, other than you, you have to watch out for them in March. But I don't know if that's really a mold. You know, um, or, or an app description. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it sounds weird. Like I said, Colorado College has been around forever. DU has been around forever. Um, you know, and like I said, they are, they are considered uh, long-time historic programs. Not that Air Force is not. It's just I don't know if there's a category for them. I don't, I don't, I, not that that's necessarily a bad thing. Just not sure there is. If somebody wants to correct me, I'll be more than happy to, to, to be corrected. But, you know. Um, so, you know, and ASU's trying to get there. So uh, I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, it, it's hard because we just, you know, now I've had a chance to, 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 to focus a little bit more on those teams. That it's, it's still not as good as being there. And obviously with ASU, I had a much longer head start. Oddly enough, the youngest program is the one I am the most familiar with for obvious reasons. And, uh, you know, we go from there. I, I hope to get out to, to see some of these teams if they get closer. I mean, I don't know. We're just, we're, we're just playing it by ear at this point, right? Or not, I don't know. Um, you know, uh, it would be nice to be out there for that exhibition game, at CC and Air Force. Um, I, you know, the the building looks great. 
and I, and and just watching the practice video was awesome. Um, Denver historic top ten program, you know that. Uh, Paul, Paul, can you hear me now? I can. Could you hear me before? No, that's why I kept rambling on. <laughs> okay, I don't know what happened, but I completely lost you, and uh, I was here talking to myself. <laughs> oh, that's not news. <laughs> no, but I didn't answer myself this time. <laughs> okay, that means we were both rambling at the same so, time. So, so what in other words, nothing. No, that's nothing new. <laughs> what did you ramble about? Because I didn't hear you for the last five minutes. <laughs> well, I was just saying that you know it's hard to pin any sort of uh, label on Air Force. And DU and Colorado College are historic programs, you know, blue blood programs. Yeah. And, you know, the, the interesting thing about I was talking about the arenas uh, earlier, but Colorado College just opened up as a Robeson Arena with 3,407 seats. And uh, when you look at it, you go, wow, that's awesome. I can't wait to see people in that yeah. uh, Looks beautiful great. facility. And you think of Arizona State's, what, going to be 4,000 plus? Uh, I think it's five? supposed to be closer to five. Yeah, closer to five. That's and a 942-seat student section. Yeah, nice. Nice. I love that. Um, so when you when you look at the size of arenas, that's that's about that's about, about right you for college be. hockey, though, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, unless you're North Dakota, where 11,000 is a perfect fit for sell out the entire state. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. But, but I think other places maybe have it too big. And I think it's going to be fun to see a packed house and uh, to be in the facility of a packed house. Um, anyway, as uh, we talk about the NCHC Media Day, as I said, I'll be boarding a plane tomorrow morning and right, up there. They yeah. they did announce their preseason. They did uh, all conference team. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You want to oh, talk? I thought about you were it? asking me if they no. did. No, I said you want to talk about it. <laughs> well, I mean, we should talk. Give it a couple of minutes. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, tell us. Don't, well, I don't just, hold it back. I could. <laughs> no, don't do um, that. I don't think there's too many surprises here on this team. Um, there's a. Uh, there was obviously, uh, you know, if you read the the information about the vote, twenty five voters, and they actually stuck an extra defenseman on this year's team because there was a tie in the votes, um, but a lot of division on some of these players and some were, um, were overwhelming. Uh, Ronnie Attard out of Western Michigan, who was the conference offensive defenseman. And I kind of like that idea. I like the fact that they're also, they will also give an award to, or for, for a guy that's more known for his defense than, um, than, than offense. Because I was always a defense first kind of guy, All right? Um, but um, Tard won the offensive defenseman award for the past season, um, and he was a dominant vote getter, twenty-two out of twenty-five votes, along with um, uh, Vidi Mietnin at Saint Cloud. Um, Saint Cloud struggled a little bit early when He's when, when he finally got all of his various uh, visa issues taken care of, uh, they took off offensively. And uh, it's not really a shock, you know, um, that that he got that many votes, 22 out of 25, uh, you know, and and was a dominant uh, force player on that, uh, on that team um, and really helped lead them to the national championship game um, where they just ran into a buzzsaw in UMass, um, you know, uh, but that's the way it is, right? Um, but he it was a dominant offense player. And, the, you know, I, I can't take anybody off of that uh, preseason all-conference team because – they're all great players, but uh, a bit surprising to not see anybody from Denver. Uh, CC, we know, um, new new coach, new program, pretty much. And uh, lost a lot of guys. Over. Yeah, and lost a lot of guys. But um, 
we don't see any Denver guys on there. And I thought maybe Bobby Brink, I thought maybe Cole Gutman um, had a shot, but you can't argue with this lineup. I mean, you got three. Well, forwards. no, I mean, uh, listen, those guys are great. Cates and Primo. I mean, I mean, uh, who else are you going to put on there? Well, like and like I said, if you look at the vote, I mean, Cates got 18 out of 25. So he was like in that, he was like alone in that second tier of votes. But if you look at the other four, the other four guys on this thing, Chase Primo got 13 out of 25 votes. So obviously there were uh, almost as many guys that didn't put him on their ballot. Uh, the same with the guy that I really like in Nick Purbix, the uh, up at St. Cloud too, yeah, the only team that got two player, um, a player, really a big time, a guy, um, the, 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 the other skater that made that team is Jake Sanderson. Uh, he also got 13 votes. So once again, you're talking about a situation where just as many guys vote, almost as many guys voted for other people. And, yeah. you know, without seeing the whole ballot, you know, um, if these votes were close, I mean, that's not, you know, there are so many good players. It's, but it's, it's just odd to see it that close. And the goalie on this team, Ludwig Pearson or Pearson out of Miami, the, the goalies were even more split because he got the spot with only 10 out of 25 votes. So he didn't yeah, even well, get a majority of the votes. The goaltenders are pretty deep again in this. Conference. Well, once, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. Um, and, you know, once again, if uh, St. Cloud, finalist, Minnesota Duluth, Frozen Four, uh, Omaha, NCAA Tournament, uh, North Dakota, NCAA Tournament. Uh, Atard was already the offensive-defensive pl- player, the defenseman for the season. Um, and Western Michigan was on the border uh, in terms of having a chance to make the NCAA Tournament. And Miami, on the other hand, was not on the border of making the NCAA tournament. And that's how good Pearson was last year. Yeah, it's safe as to say a, they, As a freshman, by the way, three yeah, of those guys to, on that seven are, are, are sophomores going into the season. Is it safe to say that he was uh, the reason why, why uh, Miami was where they were at even? Yeah, and, and I mean, it's just... You know, he just came in and took the job and, and, and ran with it and went from there. Uh, I mean, oh, holy smokes. I mean, uh, you watch some of uh, this, you know, you get a chance to watch it in the frozen faceoff. And he was uh, and he stood out, even though they didn't win, you know, uh, that you could just see why he was named second team all conference and first team all conference preseason this year because he was just unbelievable. He was just unbelievable. And, you know, uh, the, the, the numbers that he put up despite not winning the games and it is what it is, right? I mean, um, you know, sometimes teams just, you know, for whatever reason, they've been struggling the last few years, Miami. And, uh, you know, but they got the goalie. And so that will always, always It'll keep you in games. You in the game. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a given. And by yeah. the way, just because, and I hate to do this because I'm just going to make, I, I, and I don't want to make it seem like I'm kissing up to Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But Eddie uh, Christian, oh my goodness, what are you so, going to say? But I just, I just want to say that, uh, you know, uh, because like I have my appreciation for it. Jacob Bernard Docker, out of North Dakota, was the defensive defenseman of the year. Yeah, he's a player. He's going to be a player in the NHL too. Uh, okay. There's no doubt about it. He's already making his mark. Um, so, but so, I, you know, like I said, I, I, I don't want to make it seem like I'm sucking up to Eddie. I just, I can't. <laughs> but you are. You no, know. I'm not. I, just, I have to, I have to say it like it is, right? I mean, uh, he, that, he was given that award, so I mean, it's not like I could say they shouldn't have given it to him, or well, I could say that, but I won't. Um, <laughs> and 
you know, he deserves the recognition too. I gotta be, I gotta be consistent, right? If I want to sit there and be like, uh, I like the fact that they have a defensive defenseman of the year. Uh, I got, I got to call yeah. it out. Yeah, I hear you. Okay, so a couple of things that uh, are interesting about Media Day, and I'm looking forward to being back at one. Um, NCHC is it does it right. I mean, let's just put it as it is. Um, their schedule, of course, uh, Commissioner Josh Fenton's going to give the state of the conference address to kick things off. Well, first, first they're going to provide food, so you can't argue with that. Oh well, that's how do you think they get people to go? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's certainly so, not their fixing uh, of airline schedules. <laughs> oh, Michael, Michael, Michael. I'm sorry. Um, no, anyway. Uh, anyway, so what we're going to do is uh, is have Josh Fenton's uh, State of the Conference address, and then right. uh, they're going to break it down two teams at, at one time at separate tables. Um, so 1230 to 110, Colorado College and Omaha, 110 to 150, Denver and Minnesota Duluth, 150 to 230, Western Michigan, St. Cloud State. 230 to 310 Miami and North Dakota and uh, all head coaches will be there. And several of the captains, if they haven't named a captain uh, yet, they will uh, be bringing another senior. So it'll be all seniors. There'll be eight of them, one from each team represented. And one of the things that I think is really cool, they want to have their fans interact because they won't be there. So they're doing a live stream on, on nchc.tv. Oh, that's good and- because uh, this way I can watch. And they're going to have some Twitter. They're going to have some Twitter interactions. So they're, they're they call it the Twitter takeover, and they got a number of players that are jumping in and, and going to take over the NCHC Twitter feed to interact with fans, which is really really cool. Yeah, I just uh, hopefully Michael has not revoked my uh, NCHC.TV privileges and. <laughs> uh, I, I should check with him to make sure we are renewed. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that would that would be helpful. So at least I can watch these. Uh, Michael, if you're listening, you know you know exactly what we're asking. <laughs> well, I, um, uh, well, yeah, but I Paul mean, Paul lives on that, Michael, and you know it. Um, <laughs> we we couldn't get him out there because it's 14 hours on an airplane. It is unbelievable. I, I, I know we I know we've beaten this like a as Mike Lang in Pittsburgh used to say, like a rented mule. Okay. But it's ridiculous. <laughs> I know. Uh, you can't go, honestly, east. You I, can't I would go love, east to west, man. I would, abso- <laughs> I would absolutely love if anybody that listens to this, whether it's live or not, to explain to me, if, if you work for the airlines, what are you guys thinking? Uh, his Twitter handle, folks, is at PFH1964. Yeah, bring it on. So let's go. Him. Tweet him, and let's get this interaction going. Because, because this is nuts. Paul, Paul's got to get out of Long Island and off Long Island and come to the West occasionally. Uh, <laughs> we need him more, uh, more times than not. So let's see if we can't get that fixed up. Yeah, okay, so in what universe do you want to fly to from New York to Minneapolis via Orlando. I mean, come on. <laughs> you want to go to Nashville? I I probably I pro- I can get to Nashville a lot easier if I'm going to Minneapolis than if I was going to Nashville to begin with. <laughs> right. Because they would probably reroute me through Minneapolis if I wanted to go to Nashville. Maybe they just think you need some sun in Orlando before you uh, move on to Minneapolis. Do you ever think uh, of that? Uh, do I get to leave the airport? Because I don't really think I do. No, I don't think Are they going to let me out on the tarmac with a lounge chair? <laughs> uh, okay, now, before we leave the NCHC uh, talk, um, new coaches, Chris Mayad at Colorado College, uh, Chris Bergeron at Miami. Um, oh, and uh, oh, Chris, Chris isn't new. I'm thinking about uh, Fershweiler. Fershweiler. At Western Michigan. At Western Michigan. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, that being said, uh, I know you love this part when I ask you to make a prediction, but uh, when you look at this right now, Paul, at this, the start of the season without anything being played or done, um, who would you pick to be the top team in the NCHC? I don't, I don't know. See, here's a prop. Once again, here's the problem. All right. Uh, I could pick anybody 
to do this. I could pick any of three uh, or four teams. And uh, here's what I'm going to do. This makes it nice and easy. I don't have to kiss anybody's tuchus. I could pick St. Cloud. Well, I'll tell you, I think it's a three-horse race at the top to start. Because I, I, I'll be damned if I pick Duluth. You're gonna be you're gonna be surprised when I say this. Um, I I think Omaha, St. Cloud State, and Minnesota Duluth are gonna be the three to uh, chase right out of the gates. Now I know North Dakota, and I'm I'm smart enough to know that they're gonna be there in the end. I'm also looking at the team to be the rebound of the year, if you will. Well, uh, we're gonna David play Carl right at the Denver Denver's Pioneers. Yeah, they're David Carl like, and Denver Carl Pioneers. Is gonna be like. You see that, people? Nobody is picking us to do anything. One crazy year in the craziest of years. In a year where we lost a bunch of games by one goal, struggled early, etc. Now they look at us like we're an also ran. And, and I'm going to tell you, the rest of them are not. Uh, you can't call anybody in that conference also ran because Miami has a goaltender, and they're going to build around that. North Dakota just keeps reloading. So you know it's, it, might, it might take them some time to get all, all cylinders clicking. But when they do, they're going to be there. And look out for Colorado College because they have – and I've already seen I, – I, yeah, but I've seen this just from a distance already, and I'll see it on October 2nd when I get in that, that building. Um, Where's that in the third? Which one is the – which day is the exhibition? Second. Second. And the third is uh, Denver and Lindenwood. Yeah, well, that's um, – well, okay, yeah. So – um, but when I get into Robeson, I, I think I'll see it uh, clearly right in front of me. But right now, what I've seen from a distance is they've acquired some swagger because they've got a beautiful building. They've got a great, positive head coach, not to take anything away from the previous coaches, but when you can bring your guys in to a brand-new facility that's completely right down to the carpet designed for your program, and you can go in with a guy like Chris Mayad, who's got the um, aura. Can I say that aura around him uh, from from recruiting want, I mean. top quality people to coaching top quality people? And you know, we had him on the show, and man, I told you I was ready to get up there and start playing for Coach Mayotte right now. I mean, he had me fired up. Um, so I'm looking forward to what they're going to do because I think they're going to surprise some people. I really do. Well, listen, they they have some guys coming back. Um, you know, you talked about uh, clicking, et cetera, and, 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 you know, getting a feel for things. You know, wouldn't they be the team that probably more than any other team in the conference uh, is, is going to be in that situation at least for the first three or four weeks of the season? All the new players, new coaching staff, new building. Okay, I mean it. It'll be great. They'll be sold out, and the 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 the, the crowds will be crazy. Um, but you know, it, they still got to kind of learn the building under game conditions. Yeah, and I think they're working hard on that right I'm now. I'm sure they're right? listen. I, listen, it it they're they're the only ones that are going to have played on it. You know, by the time they but when they get you know at at, at a certain point, especially those few. Uh, especially, you know, uh, St. Lawrence is, I don't know how often do they play St. Lawrence. Um, uh, you know, uh, to start the season and, you know, they go into air force and, and definitely will have an advantage in that first conference home series against St. Cloud, just based on the fact that St. Cloud is not going to have played in that building and it yeah. matters. Oh, it does. It matter. matters. It does matter. But you know, what I'm what I'm telling you is what I've seen off the ice so far. I think when you have a new building, you pump your chest out a little bit more. You have a little more jump in your, uh, your skate. Um, you, you feel like, hey, we're the team to beat here. This is our home. Um, I mean, you can see it at Arizona State. I mean, Coach reminded us what his record was today uh, in NCAA games at Oceanside Ice Arena. Um not the prettiest, but they get it done. Uh, it's their home. They play like it's their home. And uh, I think that's what you're going to see out of Colorado College. And if anybody tries to take a night off against them, they will bury them. 
Well, look, first of all, all right, uh, I don't know how many times St. Lawrence has been that far west, but they've only played Colorado College one time, and that was a couple of years ago in a neutral site. So not only are they going to come in not knowing the building, at least in the first game, I don't know how early they're going to go out there. But that first game playing at altitude? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you'll know the altitude as soon as you walk in the building. Bro. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm sure. Um, I don't run. I can't run at all, so it doesn't really matter how, you know, how fast I or, or how cardiovascular. Uh, we, we've seen the crowd that you run with, so we know. I don't run. <laughs> that, that's just my hamstring. I can run for about two minutes before my hamstring starts to go. Um, but that's another story. Who, for, who are you, J.J. Watt? Oh, sorry. So that no. was a little bit of a dig. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't even want That's nuts because he's great. Yeah, but his uh, his hamstring went on the first run for the Cardinals, and he yeah, didn't have to he didn't have to play the entire preseason. Okay, I well, he wouldn't have played anyway. Um, yeah. But so you know, it's it's going to be crazy in that building. They'll have played the exhibition game against Air Force, and I know you want to do that, and and I know it's like unofficial. It's it still seems weird though. Yeah, it does seem weird that you know, it's an exhibition, you know. You know, and 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 I get it. You want first of all, you want it so that the people running the building can work out the kinks. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's a big part of it, especially when you're doing something from the and it starts with security all the way on up. You oh, know, sure. Uh, you got to be uh, know what you're doing. So, I'm looking forward to being there. I already told the uh, told the folks at Colorado College that they will see me on the second. And uh, make sure they the lock folks, the doors before. Then, so don't I told the it. folks at Denver that I plan to be there two weekends in a row on the third. And again, on the uh, what seventh and eighth or whatever, eighth and ninth or whatever that falls with whatever Arizona that, State yeah. coming to town. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to, to media day because uh, they do it right. You know, I've said this from the start. I love our partnership with NCHC and NCHC.tv because they do it right. I mean, you, you want to be, associated with guys that uh, put on a first-class show and and uh, everybody over there, Josh and, and Michael and everybody on down, it's a, it's a group effort, but they do Absolutely. it right. They're, they're going to be at the XL Energy Center. Right. Need I say more? Yeah, well, I mean, and I don't know if you're still planning on making that trip up to what, Blaine. Yeah, I'm going to try to get up there. I'm going to try okay. to get up there Friday and see a little bit of that uh, NHL Jamboree, it's only about 30 minutes from St. Paul, so it's not like it's uh, a million miles or anything like that. No, 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 no. I... Eight, eight rinks, Paul. Eight rinks all on one site. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, they make games going on. They can have 16, 16 teams playing at the same time if they want. They got enough officials and people to run it. <laughs> do they? I, I don't <laughs> they know. Do. I, they do. This they is all do. new to me, so. Yeah, they do. Yeah, it, it's a facility and a half, so hopefully I can get there. We'll, uh, I'm not going to make any promises yet, but we'll uh, – We'll shoot for that. I planned on driving, as you know, right. and uh, now it's going to be a flight trip, and I'll be back because we have a wait huge a flight. Yeah, yeah. Where do you have to stop? Uh, uh, do you have to stop in Vancouver? Um, Paul, or, I'm leaving. At, or 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 maybe do you have to uh, stop in Orlando first? Paul, I don't know. Paul, I'm leaving at nine fifty-five a.m. Pacific time. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna be after a uh, two-hour. Uh, loss of time if you will going to minneapolis i'm going to be there at 2 40 in the p.m <laughs> your silence what your silence is awesome what <laughs> yeah and, wait, and so wait. you so don't you don't have to hours. stop in charlotte no take away two hours that means i would actually be arriving there at 12 40 so 9 55 to 12 40 yeah it won't be a bad flight. You don't have to stop in no. in, in nope. New Orleans? Nope. I can just go straight from uh, Phoenix Sky Harbor straight to Minneapolis, St. Paul. <laughs> I didn't. Clearly, I didn't know that that was possible. <laughs> when is it? June 2026? When you can start <sighs> making that flight, too? Man. <laughs> like I said, I, I need somebody night. from the airlines to 
what explain to me how that works and <laughs> how that is cost efficient. <laughs> I hear you. Because that's okay. what they're going to tell me. Oh, well, uh, that's uh, it's a money thing, and uh, you, well, you're not going to tell me that because you're going to lie to me. But <laughs> okay, so one more time with the trivia question: Arizona State has a new uh, student coach this year. It's called a graduate assistant, by the okay. way. Okay, grad assistant. How about that? Grad assistant. Well, get coach. it right. Okay, grad assistant coach. Um, he's a former player. He's a Las Vegas native. If you can type in his name into the chat bar and let us know who that is or go to at college hockey SW on Twitter and give us that you have a brand new pair of summer skates and a summer skates koozie with the new college hockey Southwest live logo on them courtesy of our friends at uh, summer skates. So we're thrilled about that. Um, Did Doug get his yet? Um, no, cause we don't have them yet. Uh, oh. they're, they're still in production, but we'll as soon as we have them, we'll send them right on out. So okay, because I I was waiting for my review. Oh, he's gonna give it to you. There's I'm no sure doubt about that. I, I'm sure he's gonna <laughs> give it to me. Might even tell me what I want to know. <laughs> uh, I will tell you they are fantastic, and uh, we couldn't be more proud to have Summer Skates on board with us. And of course, our friends at NCHC, Michael Weissman, Josh Fenton. I will see you guys and uh, Joe Paisley. Um, Tomorrow afternoon? Well, no, we'll see you on Thursday morning. I'm not gonna. Maybe, maybe I'll get Michael to 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 come on out Wednesday night. I mean, why not, right? Uh. <laughs> okay, I'm not saying. Uh, I, you know, he might be sick of you by by Thursday morning. No, but, you know. no, that ain't gonna happen. That's not gonna happen. I'm just too much fun. For yep. that to happen, but uh, <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna expound all your theories on magic numbers to him, yeah. and we'll and we'll talk about even numbers in a conference. Yeah, we can get into that too. I, you know how I feel about that, <laughs> about like you do with magic numbers. Yes. <laughs> uh, so anyway, that's that's what's coming up. Um, I'll also tell you that uh, on the professional side of things, big weekend uh, here in the. Uh, Scottsdale area, Scottsdale, Glendale, as the Arizona Coyotes. Because they're right next to each other. Yeah, somewhat. Yeah, okay. Um, The rookie face-off tournament will be played at Gila River Arena and the Ice Den Scottsdale. Uh, Our group will be here to to bring it all to you. We'll have uh, two Twitter feeds that we'll be using are at NHL underscore ITHSW and at A-H-L underscore I-T-H-S-W. Right. If you're not following us, get on there, follow it, because that's where all the professional stuff is coming from uh, in the future and uh, starting this weekend. So we're looking forward to that. And then, Paul, I, I think I can say on uh, about 2.30 on Monday the 20th, the hockey season is underway because on the 22nd, the NHL teams will officially hit the ice for the first time. Right. And um, then we have preseason games starting on the 26th, and then we're running and running with it. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, by then I'll be, you know, we'll be two weeks deep into the college season because, you know, the NHL season doesn't start until. Uh, real games. Yeah, real, real games, games don't start till the 12th. Well, I always find, you know, I mean. I know the coaches need them and all this other nonsense, but, oh, Lord, preseason games are boring as hell. The only thing I like about preseason games, I like what they're doing with um, Vegas and L.A. and playing a game at a neutral site like Salt Lake yeah, City, a place fine. that doesn't get it. Uh, they don't get NHL action up there, so that's an opportunity for people to – not uh, that night either. <laughs> You might see a few stars. Mark Stone no, might be won't. there. Shape Theodore he might be there, but he's not playing. They might, they might be there to play a little bit. Hey, <sighs> it's against the Kings. You got to throw it out there, don't you? Uh, let me let me tell you this: there are going to be some stars at this uh, rookie faceoff tournament, like we haven't seen five or six uh, really good first round picks from Anaheim, and yeah, that's I think fine. Four, four or five from the the Kings, right? Um, will be here and, and right. the best that the Coyotes have and the best that the Golden Knights have. And right. uh, Kate Shefty told us the best from Colorado. So um, I don't doubt that at all. And, and those San are not Jose. exhibition games. And by the way, did you see that our man, Steen Pashnik, 
got a new one-year deal with the Barracuda. Yeah, congratulations to Steen. Yeah, Good job. I sent him a or message. Talk. I said, it's time we start talking again. He said, sure, anytime. <laughs> you know, good, <laughs> good, for, good for them, you know. Um, good for him. And we, we like to see the grinders, the grinders get paid, too. And let me tell you, he's becoming more than a grinder, Paul. His skills mm-hmm. are getting better and better and better. And okay. I said this I last year, it. I'm going to say it again this year, he's got a shot at getting into that uh, Sharks roster. Yeah, listen, I, the more the merrier, right? You know. Yeah, absolutely. And, of course, Joey Decord showed off his new Seattle Kraken helmet. Yeah, I'm still looking for the Sparky logo in the thing somewhere, though. You saw the Unless pitchfork, that... though, right? Uh, I, I wasn't really looking for it, but it's, it's I will in the now. Back. It's on the back. Uh, uh, I was looking for a Sparky because that's what it said, so... Yeah, I, well, really I, I know the pitchfork is there. I haven't found a Sparky, but I found the pitchfork on the back if you look closely. But I like I, I was trying to look in all the negative space, as they call it, for the Sparky, but yeah. now I'm going to look for a pitchfork. Okay. It's on the back. You'll see it. I'm sure if you tell back that, right. if you've seen it, that's fine. Yep, back right. All right, anything else we need to talk about before we say goodnight and uh, we get ready for a huge weekend of uh, of hockey stuff on and off the ice. And then next Sunday, you and I will be back to talk a little more college hockey Southwest live. Well, we're just, you know, we're, we're, we're counting it down, right? Absolutely. Uh, you know, uh, every day gets a little bit closer and uh, we go from there, right? We do take it away, my friend. All right. College hockey Southwest weekly from the summer skate studios has been brought to you by behind the mask and it's three Valley locations. In line or on ice, we are the go-to place for all of your hockey needs. See us at BehindTheMask.com. Buy summer skates. Outfit your entire team with personalized koozies and shower shoes. Go to IcetimeHockeySW.com. Click on that store page and click on the summer skates and get yours through the website. M-Drive, help for your immune system, building lean muscle mass and making it throughout the day without that afternoon crash. Go to mdriveformen.com and see how the high-protein, low-carb start shakes can work for you. Buy Burrito Express, our family recipes to your table, the place in the East Valley for great taste and great value. UNLV Hockey, ACHA Division I Hockey, world-class education, and a destination city. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, stop in for lunch at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas. Or get the three-time Best of Vegas winning barbecue at your next Allegiant Stadium event. By Boost Mobile, you choose, you save. Mix and match any line to create your own family plan with prices as low as $15 per month. And by the NCHC and NCHC.tv. History, Blue Bloods, Upstarts, the NCHC has it. And NCHC.tv has you covered. Go to NCHC.tv and subscribe. College Hockey Southwest Weekly and all of the Ice Time Hockey SW podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app, available for download at the iTunes Store, Podbean, the Google Play Store, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, and on the TuneIn app. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcasts. College Hockey Southwest Weekly is a part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. Very well done, my friend. We will say it's great to be back at Oceanside for the last ride at Oceanside. And we will be on our way to uh, the NCHC Media Day tomorrow and the Media Day uh, happening at the Excel Energy Center on Thursday. So, Josh Fenton, Michael Weissman, look forward to seeing you guys in person. Run now. Head head coaches and captains, I look forward to meeting all you guys as well. Uh, Joe Paisley, Scott Strandy will be there. Paul Hornstein will be trying to find his way from Long Island to Orlando to Nashville, back to Minneapolis. Yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> oh, okay. I kid because I love you, my buddy. Uh, we'll uh, good. We'll uh, say good night with little Roger Klein and the Peacemakers, De Niro, and we'll good see night. you all again on Sunday night for College Hockey Southwest Live. Don't forget. We will still have uh, club hockey Southwest weekly tomorrow night. The club guys getting really close to starting their season. Actually, some did last season, last uh, weekend, Paul. Really? Yeah, we actually had uh, Colorado get the first WCHL win uh, over a Metro last uh, Friday night. 
Wow, that's early. Yeah, and more games this weekend, and then they're really cranking it up. So ACHJ hockey is underway, and Stephen Marsh and I will be uh, here to tell you all about it tomorrow night. Good night, everybody. Good night.